Content advisory warning. The contents of this podcast will offend the easily offended. What you are about to hear is not intended for children, the puritanical, or the narrow-minded. We will offend. Sometimes we will make corrections. Other times we will tell you to fuck off. But we will always discuss without canceling because we cannot become better individuals if we are not willing to have open and honest discussion. This is your only warning. Have y'all ever had a colonoscopy? Do you know how long it took for me to get that decorated just the way I wanted it? <laughs> Motherfucker, and you it. pulled it all out? You're messing with my feng shui. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are visitors do you gonna do now? Do know how hard it was to get a sectional up just there? Breathe, breathe normally. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't breathe there for a second, oh my God. Don't panic, but could you explain all of this? If I were a proctologist, I would keep like a, like a, like a hamster in a cage in my office and just be like, yeah, I rescued him. <laughs> Richard Gere must have snuck in. <laughs> like, you finish up a colonoscopy and you come like meet the guy who like is just waking up from his colonoscopy and you pull out this ferret and like, um, I have a question about this ferret. A bunch of one-off socks and all kind of other shit. Yeah. Oh, that's where they went. Fuck. Be like that scene from Jaws where he's like pulling out like uh, license plates. <laughs> Is that a dead fish? Look at what DeSantis is doing. I just want the doctor to come back. It's like after a thorough examination, we still did not find it. Testes, testes. Welcome to From Here to Paternity, the dumpster fire of conversation. This is a podcast of forefathers coming together to discuss a variety of topics while trying to understand what it means to be a father, a man, and a healthy human being in this era. We created this podcast as a means to leave something behind for our children to one day understand us as the imperfect human beings that we are. Through this podcast, we can help ourselves to become overall better people participating in this mad and bizarre experiment that is existence. We will discuss complex and difficult topics at times. We aim to grow as people by being courageous enough to be openly honest receptive enough to be challenged and to learn together from our mistakes. At best, these discussions are lessons from which our future progeny might learn. We appreciate you taking time out of your life to listen to our nonsensical blatherings and hopefully it is an example of synchronicity that has brought us all together. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Here's to better understanding each other and maybe along the way become better people because of it. I'm Scott, sadly still your MC, with my phone making weird noises. <laughs> Mute that. And then, uh, um, I this is the only thing that I'm a part of, so that's it. Next, we have uh, Big D. What's up? This is Damien, and I am not your MC, as per usual. And uh, I'm, this is the only thing that I do. This is the only podcast I'm a part of. Um. Eric, I guess you're up next. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Eric. Uh, I'm not going to make any weird noises here. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'm the Unapologetic Geek on YouTube. Uh, I have a website, emagill.com. I've got a book called Paradox on Amazon. Um, 
I have another podcast called The Streaming Heap. You can find me pretty much everywhere. I'm all over the place. Joe? Yep. And uh, I am Joe. I have my phone on silent, so we will not hear any dings. Um, but yeah, I am the editor of this craziness. So The glorious That's editor. my role in all this. Yeah, he does all the work. We just talk. We just talk shit. We just, we just derail Scott when he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if we don't, he'll just talk for hours. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. That if and get like, him on other things from time to time. I know, man. Like that is one of the things. Like when I listen to our like <laughs> to our recordings, I'm like, God, you, that dude needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> way too much. I don't know who he is, but God, he is got his head so full <laughs> up his ass. I think you better start this, Scott. <laughs> Yeah, We're yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. At some point, all right. We're just gonna sit here and giggle at each other. So, what what is the topic? To build off of our uh, conversation from last week, uh, motiv- or the last two weeks of motivation. Um, this week, we can, I guess, we can talk about like procrastination and uh, and the things that sort of get in the way of our ability to accomplish our goals. You know, and the things that sort of inhibit us from being able to accomplish things or get things done. And so anybody want to like start on that? Well, I will say Mm. that for me, um, it's kind of a double edged sword. There are times where I will just get completely overwhelmed. Like if I have a big list of things I got to get done, that's when I procrastinate the worst. Like the more work I have to do, the more I'll procrastinate. Um, But at the same time, if I'm procrastinating on one like really big thing, I'll just wander around the house getting all the little things done. And I'll, I'll be extremely productive when I'm procrastinating on that one big thing. Um, <laughs> I used to wonder when I was a kid, why my dad would never sit down at the end of the day. He would just be up doing random chores until bedtime. And I'd be like, what is he doing? And now I do exactly the same thing. I've turned into him um, because that's, that's kind of how I function now is I don't want to think about that one big thing I'm putting off. So instead I just got to, you know, let's, let's take care of these dishes right now before they get out of control and let's do this and let's do that. And let's vacuum. You know, I mean, I don't understand why I do it, but I do it. Yeah. I, I can completely identify with that. Um, I do, I do a lot of the same types of things. I, I will avoid the big thing that needs to be done that really needs to be done, but it's going to take a while to get it done and, or it's going to require, materials or money or something. And so I just avoid that and do a whole lot of little things. Right. And those, now those whole lot of little things go back to the motivation discussion that we had of the, you know, the, the little things that get done in the, uh, you know, the, the sense of accomplishment that you get from finishing that little thing. So, but in the meantime, avoiding the big thing, that would really give me a sense of accomplishment, you know, cause it'd be actually finished. And I do that both at work and at home, honestly. So with th- like lots of things like that, <laughs> avoid starting big things and do a whole bunch of little things instead. So anybody else got anything on that? No, Joe? I'm about, no, <laughs> I'm about the same way. Okay. It's just, I don't know if it's really more, I mean, I know there's a procrastination element to a lot of the things, but it, it, it's a just more sheer exhaustion after dealing with other oh, shit yeah. at work. 
and it was just like i don't want to because yeah. i'm tired and my body yeah. hurts <laughs> i get that you yeah. know this is that when i get up and my ankles and my knees and my back creak and uh, pop and i'm like maybe i shouldn't do it you know <laughs> it's a reason not to yeah yeah You're giving yourself yeah. a reason yeah, I kind of felt that way last night. I had a bunch of stuff that I could have done last night because my Friday nights are like wide open. It's usually when I get a lot of work done. But my son just had a spring break. So I'm just emotionally drained from, you know, taking him places and playing with him and doing things with him all week long to the point where last night I just didn't want to do jack shit. I literally just sat there in the living room in the dark with my mm-hmm. phone in my hand watching YouTube videos. It's all I did all night. Yeah. Long, you know? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I get that. I, I'll I'll lose entire weekends to shit like that sometimes. Yeah. Usually it's it's also weather related. Like it's too hot outside, and I don't want to go out and do that crap. <laughs> you know? I hate going outside in general. It's either too yeah. hot or too cold. Yeah, yeah. It's never the right temperature. Yeah, yeah exactly. Would y'all ever are on YouTube and you're sitting there watching other people do projects? You know, when they get mm-hmm. to the end of it, do you feel like sometimes it's like yeah accomplishment but mm-hmm. you didn't do shit yeah yeah <laughs> totally yeah oh my god <laughs> yes it's like it's like in, in watch in the watching somehow you feel like you took part in um in the in the project and the getting done of the project there what yeah. sometimes yeah. happens in my brain is i'll be like oh that didn't look too hard that looks pretty easy i'll do that tomorrow and of course i never do <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. I gonna say the uh, gloriousness of accomplishment via osmosis mm-hmm. so right like for me um like it, it just just it's easy to get over overwhelmed um uh, and especially that's one of the things that and and i will oftentimes so like one of the things I've discovered in my my year off from work is that I will turn to work to avoid mm. my emotions, right? Mm. And the more emotionally distressed I am, the more I invest into work, which then will lead me to getting overwhelmed. And then I just it comes to like this giant head, right? Yeah. And so I guess that's one of the things like that's one of the things that, that I'm trying to get used to, right? And trying to work through, which um, I've come to, to realize that I didn't do so great this, this, with this like year off because in my mind, I wasn't working, right? And I was being a dad and being a stay-at-home dad and just kind of trying to invest myself in the family, which I did okay with, but... Then at the same time, I was like, look, I got all this free time. I'm going to volunteer with this. I'm going to volunteer with that. I'm going to volunteer with that. And like, and then all of a sudden I've, I load up all of these projects and I've got like just as much work, except I'm getting paid for none of it. Right. And so, yeah, I was like, and especially like, I, I just said, like my wife, um, um, might possibly, be changing with her with her job where she's not going to be in the office and in the house anymore and have to go back to the to the um the workplace and 
when we were talking about that, I was like, oh man, I am so upset at myself because this whole year I could have just been hanging out with her in the office. You know, a lot of the excuses, I'm going to do things around the house and she's got video meetings and stuff like that. So I need to be out of the office. But it, in reality, there's so much, so many times I could have just been sitting here in the office and just hanging out with her while she did her work and just being present with her. Right. And now that we're like, Oh shoot, we got about a month left of this. I was like, well, then I better cram it all in and make the most of it. And there's a number of, and, and one of the things I was getting a little bit frustrated about was, there's a number of volunteer projects that I put on myself that could interfere with that. And I was like, man, I shot myself in the foot again. <laughs> I, just, I didn't learn, right? Or whatever. Or, or at least I didn't see it. Um, yeah, you've got hindsight got bias. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so those, those, you know, that's one of the things that I've noticed about myself is that, that, in order to avoid like one of the things that, that I do a lot is sometimes avoid focusing on myself because to me that causes the most amount of like stress and distress. And so then I'll, I'll invest it in other ways, right. Um, to kind of avoid and, and, and then get overwhelmed. And then, um, for me, I'll like just shut down on the couch or shut down on the bed. Well, one thing that's been helping lot. me a lot lately, and I, I think I heard it from another podcast. I don't even remember, but it's just, we got to do away with this idea that you have free time that like, there's no such thing as free time. Like even if you're just laying down, vegging, you know, doing what I was doing last night, just sitting there watching YouTube videos, that's you're recharging your own batteries. You're using that time. Even if it doesn't feel like you're being mm -hmm. productive, you don't have to be productive. Yeah. It's in order to be productive later, you've got to re recharge yourself. So you got to have time for yourself. That's not free time. That's time you're using to work on yourself. So we get caught in this loop where we think, man, I had all this free time. There's all these different things I could have done when in reality, you probably would have worked yourself to death if you were doing that and you would be completely wasted. Now you wouldn't be able to do anything now. Um, so you just got to try to live in the present moment and try not to mourn the loss of free time because free time is just an abstract concept that doesn't really exist. I love that. Does concept. that make any yeah. sense? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That sounded well, like listening to Scott for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he and I have had those kind of conversations. <laughs> we, we've all probably had those conversations. Yeah. No. But yeah. yeah, it's, it's nice to be reminded of that though. Cause you forget that. Yeah, totally. Time. Yeah. It's so easy yeah. to get caught in that loop where you're like, man, I got all this free time. I should do this. I should do that. Or I should have done this. I should have done that. And it's just wasting a lot of mental energy with regret and being mad and trying to plan things mm -hmm. that you can't possibly do stuff like that. The shoulda, coulda, yeah. wouldas, right. That are right. like automatic negative thoughts. Yes. That, and that, that just sends you on a spiral. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and and one of the things that, that I really like about that, because one thing I hear a lot from very um, what we would sometimes identify as very accomplished people, but 
I discount that that concept because they're accomplished. That's in another one abstract area. concept that doesn't mean right. anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, but they're accomplished in one area, but very unaccomplished in many other areas, right? But because we mm. see them as financially or you know financially successful or very accomplished in, with their jobs and their and, and stuff like that, that we see that as accomplishment, neglecting while neglecting what other people are accomplishing, you know, that may not be as fiscally or or economically as productive. Um, but are productive in other and healthier in other ways. Um, but anyways, um, they'll often like, you'll hear this, like, man, I get so upset that we waste one third of our lives in bed. Right. And I'm like, how is that a waste? Because I could be producing, I could Mm -hmm. be, you know, working, I could be doing whatever. Right. And like you said, right. If we don't sleep, well, we know what happens to productivity when people don't get a full night's rest. Right. Yeah. And so you're actually, so this concept is a, like, I, I love what you said, Eric. It's a flawed concept because if you're not recharging, if you're not, you know, recharging physically and mentally, emotionally, whatever, then your, your productivity, your ability to accomplish goes way down. Right. And also we need to change, we need to change our mindsets of what accomplishment is. Right. Well, that's one of those words like intelligence that there's like multiple different metrics you could use to measure it, but it's not one thing like, yeah, you are not either intelligent or not intelligent. I mean, a person is, is not either successful or not successful. It's, it's, it's too vague a concept. You need, you need to have more specific, uh, criteria if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like, have you ever heard of Gardner's? Um, theory of intelligence. He has like 13 categories of intelligence. I remember studying that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what they are, but I remember. (laughs) Well, it's like musculoskeletal, (laughs) like, and like spatial intelligence and like musical intelligence and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Interpersonal intelligence, uh, intrapersonal intelligence, all these different things. Right. Right. And, and to me, I, I love that because I think that's more, a more appropriate, right? I think we tend to lean towards, and again, this is, you know, here we go, me bringing it up or whatever. Uh, but like we lean towards the reading, writing, arithmetic concepts of intelligence, like your, your, your waste and your, your, um, Stanford, Stanford Brown, Stanford Benet. Dang it. Why did I just bring, uh, anyways, um, those your your classical concepts of of intelligence, you know, scores and what have you, the uh, intelligent quotients and what have you, um, because that's productive for the oligarchs, right? It makes you a good cog for the oligarchic, you know, menagerie, right? Whereas having good interpersonal intelligence or intrapersonal, well, especially having quality intrapersonal intelligence, doesn't do much for someone making money off of you. And your work, right? And so that's 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 to me some of the biases. Um, well, I don't think it. Like, I do think that there is a bias towards things like reading, writing, and arithmetic, mostly just because they're easier to measure. And we've like we developed the intelligence quotient, which even the people who made it don't like that it's called the intelligence quotient. It's really just a measure of academic success potential. Yes, and it's potential. Um, but like, I think that. 
we devalue things like interpersonal intelligence and intrapersonal intelligence because they're they're not easy to gauge. They're not you can't just give somebody a test and figure out what their interpersonal intelligence is. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but you know when you when you meet somebody who has that kind of intelligence. I mean, you know, but there's no way to measure it. So in an academic setting, it's it's not useful to not entirely use actually. That no, I, I mean, there are ways, but it's not as easy. It's not as straightforward as measuring somebody's ability to do math, you know? But people with, with like that are on the autism spectrum have very low interpersonal scoring, right? And we have testing that we can use to determine, um, to help with, uh, you know, identifying autism and, and, um, things like that. So there are, there are like tests out there. They're just not as readily knowledgeable, uh, by, I think by the masses. Right. And, and I also think that those companies are newer, like they're not, they're not yes. as old as reading, writing and arithmetic, which let's right. face it, those are thousands of years old. Well, and, and, and also like, if you go back to the past, like in the fifties, sixties, when a lot of this stuff was coming out, like nobody cared, like, especially again, we go back to what, what manhood is. Right. Um, right. because, and because also in a lot of it, we're, we're testing men. Women didn't have to test for it because, well, you're either going to be a secretary, a nurse, or you're going to be a homemaker, right? Like those were your, your roles. So the, the people that we only really cared about were men. So men aren't supposed to have emotions. So we don't give a crap about that. We just want to know how, like what you're reading, what you're writing, what your arithmetic, and then, and value on that, on that to some extent. I know that's, that's very, this is, very I mean, you're talking in generalizations, but you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Part of it is, um, that we don't, that we, we rely on, um, you know, families or, you know, outside of school to teach a lot of the, 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 things that you're talking about there, yeah. you know, as far as the, the, um, the intelligence is other than, uh, reading, writing and arithmetic. Um, you know, now, yes, the, the school system used to do a lot more art and music and things like that, but that also still a lot of that ties into a lot of the other skills as well. As far as like reading, writing, and arithmetic, you used a lot of that, it's those same types of skills in things like music and, uh, even in art. So, so there's um, a lot of math and music. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. yeah tons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tons. Mm -hmm. So, and also we're talking from a very American centric point of view. Cause like yes, other countries yes. don't have the same terrible education system we do. So just putting that out there mm -hmm. as a disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> That's getting well, worse and worse. Yeah. And, and, and also like this, you know, to kind of go to, to, you know, to lean on, you know, some of Eric's ideas, you know, one of the biggest issues was like during the Bush era, right. In the early two thousands, like he put this super emphasis on reading, writing, arithmetic when it came to school and, and doing the, the testing and all of those mm. things. Oh, right? agreed. Agreed. Right. Yeah. No child left behind nonsense. Right. Yeah. That too. All yeah. of this, yep. all of this crap. Right. And so, and again, it, it, you know, to kind of go to like I, where I say like this kind of goes to Eric's, you know, argument that having such a, a big top down, approach to to determining education right you can do mm -hmm. the the you know one of the you know it has a lot of benefits that you can raise all ships but it also has a lot of you know risk because it can squash you know it could sink everything so like yeah. it's 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 a very 
fine line and delicate balance, right? Education by lowest common denominator, honestly. Yeah. And so, and, and unfortunately it yeah. was led by our lowest common denominator too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't think could get uh, worse, but oh my God, did it ever. So. Always get worse. Yeah, it can always yeah. get worse. Yes. Don't ever say it can't get worse. Reality is a way of proving you wrong. We can't put a a, someone who's actually dumber than this person in the in the Oval Office. Oh, but we can. Hold my beer, God. And what I, I, and again, to kind of go, I know this is political, but like, what I love is that, like, you'd hear people say, I'd rather have, like, the dead body of somebody in the Oval (laughs) Office than Trump or whatever. And we almost, I'd I'd rather have have a propped up corpse, a propped up corpse (laughs) that somebody, it's like, like, you know, weekend at Bernie's, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, like, what we have right now is kind of close to that. We'll just keep them in. Don't let them talk too much. Just keep them behind closed doors. (laughs) And you got two people just standing next to them. Hey, Jack, whatever, man. Got his cool little sunglasses on, aviator Uh, sunglasses. Hey, some of that's his, his, his speech impediment now. Don't, uh, no, 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 no. Some of it is. No, no, no. And, and when I watch his, when I watch his, his state of the union, I can see the speech Mm -hmm. impediment, Mm -hmm. but the losing track and the complete derailment, Mm -hmm. like there are points where he is just like, Hey Scott, you're the last one to talk about complete derailments. (laughs) Hey, but I'm not president. I'm yeah, not the leader true, of the true. free world. No one's relying on me. That is a valid me. point. Very the valid fact point. that every single time Biden opens his mouth, the press secretary has to come out like within hours and refute exactly what he just said. Oh, says God. worlds about his state of mind, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not just a yeah. speech impediment. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I'm not going to completely disagree and, with that. I'm not just, to be ageist, but can we just not like vote for septuagenarians for president? Maybe, you know? You know? I, yeah, hey, no, I agree. They, no, no, we no. should, hey, wait, we should wait, probably wait. have a top limit on it too. I mean, there's a bottom limit. No, no, no. There should be a top limit. I, so no, I think you. I think. Ages, I think. But, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think, get you. I think maybe part this of the was the only way to get him to stop driving was to make him president, so he can't drive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was the Amtrak guy. He never drove. <laughs> His wife wouldn't dare allow him to drive. So they Ford were, will. They were worried that he was going to plow into a uh, like market or sorry, farmers market or something <laughs> on a Sunday, take out a whole crowd of people. I, I do think that there should be a cognitive evaluation along with physical health, right? Absolutely. Um, I think that's, that's uh, yeah, the, yeah. But the, the, the last me, guy would have wouldn't have uh, kept the presidency after had, like, friggin' a month. There's a, at Bull least crap. a dozen presidents I can think of that we wouldn't have had if they had good. No, 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 no. Yeah. And, and Damien, yeah. you are 100 yeah. percent wrong. You are 100 percent wrong. Okay. Because he got a fi- he got a physical. They said that he was a hundred pounds lighter than he actually was, <laughs> and that his cholesterol was the best. He ever. was the most so fit human being ever. Like in, in exactly. the entirety of ever. human history, and all yeah. he's, and he just happens. He's, he's to going eat to live to be 150. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bull see, crap. see, that's the secret right there. It's the secret. It's all those oh, preservatives. Shit. It's the preservatives in the McDonald's. Yeah, it's, man. It's because it's not actually woman, food. That's why. Camera. 
something TV. I don't, I don't even remember. Yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's right, man. TV camera or something like that. Like that he had to remember whatever it was. Yeah. Was, oh my god. Well, he's like, just that's a mini mental shit exam. Actually, in front of him. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a, that's a mini mental exam, and that is not a good evaluator. Like that's a good no. initial screen, per- but no, you don't person, like, woman, man, camera, screen. TV. That's more like the, the yes. test you give somebody who just in the room. Kind of stroke yeah. and you just want to make sure they're still cognizant, you know? That's that's all Exactly. Works. Yeah. 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 That's like, just, that's just a starter. Like, so you, you you know, or you hold up a color and you're like, what color is this? And if they respond hand, then you know, you know they have a problem. So you know. No, they did a mini mental exam, so, and then what I yeah. want to see is what is his slum score? So the slums is is more yeah. appropriate for like cognitive deficits, and that's what I want to mm. see with him. But no, and and all three, like all three of you, I really want you to answer this one. You tell me of the th- of the three options that were at the end, who ha- who's actually cognitive, cognitively sound. Not that you agree with the politics, <laughs> but which one was actually cognitively sound? Trump, you know Biden, or Sanders? Trump, Biden, or Sanders? Sanders. Yeah, I'm going to have to say, of yeah. the three, if I had to pick one, I would pick yeah. Sanders. He still seems yeah. like he's mentally there. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, again. I completely disagree with a lot of his co- policies, but he's sane. Right. Right. Yeah. But, like, and he's around the same age. Of, like, they're all generally around the same age. So that's where yeah. I, I he's say, actually like, the oldest you know, of the three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, he like, oh. and he's the most cognitively sound. Like again, you can disagree with his politics, but you can't say. So we shouldn't be ageist, but we should we should have them tested for cognitive. You know, stigmatize their mental health, not their age. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, in this in this age of like you know, don't stigmatize mental health. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot lot can happen in four years. You see how much a president ages. Oh my god! Yeah, murder on your body. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, Obama oh, went in there, dark yeah. hair, looking like he was in his, you know, his mid thirties. Came out looking like he was like sixty something. You know, I mean, yeah, just don't wear a tan suit. The medium, yeah, we're seriously, <laughs> Jesus Christ, or mustard. This is the shit. This is the shit like, we wanted. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is that mustard. every every president that came we're, before him wore a tan suit at some point. Yeah, it's on TV. Stupid. You know, yeah, it was the yeah, dumbest thing I'd ever it. seen. Yeah. People find that dumbest. And, and there, what ticks me off. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is what ticks me off because people sit there and 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 applaud him, but he's mm-hmm. the reason why, like at least from for me on on the left, why Sanders didn't get elected was because he mm-hmm. coalesced everyone against Sanders. Right. He said, like recently, they came out. It, it was it was leaked that he had told Sanders, "Look, you're the great prophet for our, our party, but prophets don't get to be kings." Right. His phrase. No, they get crucified. Which is like, yeah, but that's that was completely proven wrong by Trump. I mean, you know, on the right? on the Republican side of things, the great prophet of you know the 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 base um, became president and may become president again. Uh, so yeah. don't no, you know, say things like I know. that, man. I don't. I don't. I mean, that prophet, great puppet. Remember, great puppet. There you right. go. Yes, you know, yes. but no, we're back at weekend and Bernie's. You know, you just got to remember mm-hmm. Putin's, but. Back there, and, helping and, carry. And Obama came the closest <laughs> to ending Social Security. I'm not even going to respond to that. <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, Obama came the closest to ending Social Security. Like, 
with his grand bargain, like he almost ended Social Security. The only reason mm-hmm. that it didn't get passed was because the fucking Republicans went crazy and said, that's not enough. We want even more. Like, like, no, I mean, Obama that's the is like uh, on either side, like, like take, okay, let's take a recent example. Let's take the January 6th thing immediately after January 6th, there was a chance for like maybe 10 days that we could have impeached and removed him from office. It could have happened. Mm-hmm. But instead, we've got Nancy Pelosi. She drafts yeah. the articles of impeachment to be as partisan and as extreme as possible yep. to prevent any Republican from ever signing on to it. And that's why we yep. never impeached Trump. And that's why the Republican oh, Party is now once idiot. again beholden to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So it's just like that's like a partisan thing is like if you have a way to compromise then that's a loss to the partisans. Like if you, if if there's a chance for compromise, you got to find a way out of it. So you go more extreme and that's, that's the politics we live in today. Yeah. Yeah. As, as evidenced by the, uh, by the Supreme court, um, uh, you know, nominee, uh, what's her name again? Um, I mean, I know she was confirmed. Brown Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I know she was confirmed, but it was only three Republicans that, uh, voted for her and that's like a oh, bipartisan victory but not really you know it's oh. like all of the other republicans in the senate thought that that was a bad idea to vote for her. i mean and just like you know yeah. i don't even understand that from a political strategic point of view like it doesn't make any sense she, at all like you you know she was going to get confirmed she comported yeah. herself just fine at the hearings so yeah why would you want to just piss on the 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 confirmation like yeah. why would you want to bring mean, up all it, this like all- being the optics on are horrible. I mean, they're like horrible. That. I mean, yeah, it's feeding I mean, she's the face. Gonna, I know, she do- but yeah, yeah but it's yeah. also it also looks really bad to to them, you know, to to uh, you know, black voters going to. Oh yeah, for know, sure. It looks terrible to anybody who's not you know? a part of the base. Like it yeah, appeases the base, yeah. pisses everybody else off. Everybody else, but, yeah, yeah. That's so that's I mean, that's that's not that's the feature, not the bug. I know. Look at at what DeSantis is doing. He's pissing off everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Except for the base, he's doing exactly what they wanted want him to do. they're doing exactly. He's doing exactly what he they want him to do. So and and also, you know, like uh, 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 Brown, like she didn't have like she wasn't drinking brewskis with her buddies like Spink (laughs) and 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 Brosnan and Splooge, like like. You know, come on, like squee, squee, <laughs> like oh. come on, like who also, doesn't want to drink brewskis with splooge? Like, come on, you can't have a party without splooge. <sighs> and who cares? I, I, I'm, if there the, might the have thing been... that annoys me the most about Katanji Brown Jackson <laughs> is that her name is Brown Jackson instead of Jackson Brown because I always want to call her Jackson mm. Brown, oh. and that's annoying. Uh, she needs to change yeah. her name uh, for me. Yes, <laughs> it's like you got it backwards. You got to yes, switch. I those. always get it backwards because yeah. oh, my brain says Jackson yeah. Brown. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, that would be glorious. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, like yeah, yeah. So, so speaking of procrastination and divergences and avoidance, yeah, um, we've completely procrastinated procrastination here. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, and, and what I heard from like kind of everybody is like our procrastination actually is more avoidance, right? It's totally. avoidance. So I, that's yeah. where I think, yeah. 
Yeah. So that's where I, 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 I actually like, like, mm-hmm. you know, that we're not procrastinating the conversation. We're just avoiding it. Right. And so, <laughs> <laughs> but so what do you feel like is the, the, when you talk about like the big thing that you're trying to avoid, what is it about that, that you feel like it, you're trying to avoid? What is it that leads to that avoidance? I'm not even sure how to answer that question because I don't think I even know like consciously what it is I'm avoiding. I think maybe it's the idea that it's this big thing that's going to take a long time and mm-hmm. I'm just overwhelmed by that. Even though I know yeah. as soon as I sit down and start doing it, it's fine. I just don't want to start. I don't know why it's yeah. I can't explain it. I really can't. Would you say it's like a- anticipatory distress, like an anticipatory anxiety about it or. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's multiple things for me. You know? Um, what do you feel like, Joe? It, well, there's the basic avoidance thing, but, uh, you know, having having a slight depression, you know, I think that plays a part of it. Um, focus is another. Um, it's why my book reading list that I'm of books I am actually currently trying to read keeps getting bigger because <laughs> I diverge a lot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm reading something else and it's like, Ooh, I really want to read that. And so I'll pick that up and then I'll read something else. Ooh, I really want to read that and I'll pick that up. And then I'm wind up reading like 12 books at one time yep. that none of them are getting finished. Yep. Um, so there's a focus element to it. And I know on certain things too, I'm perfectionist at times too. And if I feel like I'm just not getting it where I want it, it's like, eh, fuck it. I'm just not going to do it, you know, which is the the thing I have, you know, with, with trying to do the things for Eric and stuff like that is because it was this, it, it wasn't getting, it wasn't looking the way I wanted it to do. And it was finally, it's like, fuck it, it's deadline done kind of thing. But I mean, <laughs> if it weren't for a deadline, I'd still be yeah, fucking tweaking on shit. Yeah, yeah I, I deal with that and work a lot. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you I, make I something and you're not proud of it because you had to stop because you mm-hmm. deadline, you're never proud of the yeah. final product. And, and it's and not that I'm not proud of it, but it's still it's just you can like, still see how it could be better. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Right. When I when I'm designing a house, uh, I, I deal with that a lot. Is like I don't want to let it go. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to let that baby out in the world. Cause I'm like still sitting there just like there, it could be better. There's something else that could be better, you know? And I, 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 I have to assign myself deadlines in order to make that happen, like to push it out the door. Otherwise I'm just going to continue to go back and go, well, this door could be a few inches over here. Or this room should be a little bit. And, you know, maybe the fireplace would be better on that, you know, and just continue to like mess with it. And, um, you know, so you, you gotta, I just, you know, at some point, have to hand it over to the client and go, what do you think? You know, and that's, and that's, then, then we go through a round of changes and then it's on them, you know, <laughs> it's not on me anymore. They want to change that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. That, 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 yeah. that's a thing too, with mm. the, you know, not wanting to have to deal with the, you've created this baby and now they're going in and criticizing, changing little things it's, about it. And it's yeah, just it like, sucks, not but it's part of wanting life. to yeah. avoid that. Yeah. You know, I, and, like and that. that's part of it too. Yeah. 
It's like that quote that's probably apocryphal from Picasso where he says like 90% of good art is knowing when to put the paintbrush down. Yeah. 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 This is true. That is true. true. Very true. Yes. Um, But for for me, it's again, a lot of the same issues with Joe and and, uh, Eric is, you know, I, uh, it's, you know, avoidance of wanting to start a new project. And then there's, um, this, there's also just plain laziness in there. There's times when I just don't want to get off the fucking couch, you know, as much as, as much as I, I want to feel accomplished and feel motivated and do things. And it's just like, no, not today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think that gets up back to that, you know, recharging thing. Yeah, exactly. You just need to. Like get your mind yeah. in the right place. Yeah, at some point. Let exactly. It, yeah. I do think it, there is such marinate. a thing as laziness, yeah. though. Like as something mm-hmm. as somebody yeah. who has struggled to be lazy his whole life, yeah. it's definitely yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's definitely laziness, and then um, you know well, the, the other I thing is like that. starting starting a project right, real right. quick. You know, like starting a project and then not wanting to. I, I don't want to run into a situation because I do it all the damn time. It's like I start another big project and then I don't finish it, you know? So I have all these projects and different stages of unfinishedness, you know? And it's like, I really should go back and finish that other project, you know? And then, yeah. so it's like, but then I never actually go back and start that other project. And, and then the other thing, big thing is like, you know, I don't want to start this one thing like, um, for instance, like uh, I've got like cadences, oh, she's got a shit ton of stuff in the front room because it's all her where she used to play when she was younger and she doesn't touch any of it anymore. I, oh, I need to go through that and get rid of most of it. You know, I just haven't because it's not fun. It's not something I particularly want to do, you know? And so it's like trying to just find the motivation back to that, our other conversations, trying to find the motivation to actually start that project, you know, and then, you know, the, again, going back to the, what if I don't finish it, then it's a project half finished and I have to look at it every day, you know, and then remind myself that I didn't finish that, you know, anyway, that's, that's kind of what, Ooh, that's what I great... do with on the purpose. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. So that, that I think, and, and that's where I kind of, where I say like the, the laziness part that I don't entirely agree with because when it's half finished and you have to look at it, how, what are like, when you look at it, Damien, what is it that you see? What do, what do I see? Um, yeah. When I, you I see just that half see, pile of toys, I just see, I mean, I honestly, I see a, well, it's, I see a half finished project, but it's, you know, you could interpret it as a failure if you want to, you know, cause I did, I failed to complete it, you know, so uh, that's what I see and that's how it's kind of interpreted. I have about so like 20 a, a, files on my computer that are like the first five pages of a novel. Um, mm-hmm. And so I know, I know what you mean. You look at it and you see it as a failure. Mm-hmm. Like why didn't mm-hmm. this go any further? Is just because it's, I, I blame myself for being lazy, even though that's probably not the reason. Um, yeah. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I understand the like, loss of loss of interest. Yeah. Yeah. Once, up, once upon a time when I was um, much younger, I wanted to, to, to write novels and I started probably four or five of them still have them somewhere. None of them were 
you know, I go back and I read like the first page or so, and it's like none of them were that good. <laughs> of course, I was 12 or 13 at the time. So, starting, you know, it's everything else. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I learned that very quickly. But yes, yeah, so I get I get what you're saying. So, so Scott, what were you? So go ahead and tell me why we're wrong about laziness, Scott. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cause you know, cause, 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 and, and, and shame on you for being wrong about laziness. Right? <laughs> and, and, and you failed again. I'm too lazy to give up. Right? Whatever. <laughs> no, Failure. but, but that's, that's, that's oh, that statement is, 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 why I, I, I has purpose and, and, and meaning to it because lazy is a way of punishing ourselves, right? That term, right? It, it, and failure, right? And, and okay. like calling yourself lazy when there's likely a lot of other factors, like you said, like you could say like last night, you know, Eric, you were just lazy. But you, because I mean, you I wasted could, but time. I, that wasn't what happened last night. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Right. True. But like one could, right? Like, oh, there's things that, like Friday nights, usually my night to get things done, but I was just too lazy to get anything done. Right. But instead of having this harsh, critical view of yourself, you're instead allowing yourself forgiveness and acceptance and understanding and compassion that no, I wasn't a failure last night. I just needed to recharge. Like I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit drained. I used a lot of my, my battery and my battery is just running on low, right? Like yelling at the Roomba, clean the damn, you know, floor, damn you Roomba. And it's like, no, I got to go back to the charging station. Right. And it's like, no Roomba, get your ass out there and clean. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. I, I really have to charge. Pat, pat. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> right? I don't like, disagree. Don't, it's just it's a it's a hard thing for me because it's something like I said I've I've struggled with this kind of concept my entire life. I have always felt that I'm a lazy bastard. <laughs> um, just deep down, I've always felt that I'm too lazy, and it's 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 probably you're right. It's probably some kind of self-effacing thing that has its roots psychologically and is not really like laziness itself. Isn't really a thing maybe, but also I have a teenage boy in the house. So I can assure you laziness is real. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, a preteen girl. No. I agree with you. 100%. No, no, no I think it's, no. I think Priorities. where does laziness come from though? Yeah. Wait, okay. There you go. No, no, no. Priorities are different, right? Yes. Because again, that's it. Yeah. Right. Like when I look at my, when I think back to my room, right. And as a teenage boy and the disgustingness (laughs) that was that room and you're like, Oh my fuck. Like how did anything exist in there? Like, right. Oh my fuck. What I've noticed, what I've noticed is that teenage boys rooms are a different type of nasty from teenage girls rooms (laughs) or soon to be teenage girls rooms. Uh, teenage and having had a sister that was a teenager at one point, teenage girls' rooms are like puke kind of. <laughs> the look on your face, just kind of like, well, the, yeah. But the people in the podcast can't see my face, but it's just like they're they're just different kind of disgusting. It's like 
it's like toxic wasteland with like dead things, you know, um, teenage boys rooms are dirty socks and like leftover soda cans that are still half full and like fruit flats, oh, you know, no, no, um, no, 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 no. <laughs> there have, I have seen plenty of teenage boys rooms where okay, shit was okay. growing that you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? I think that actually ate one of the piles actually, of junk that was over You're here. right. I have killed things in apartments that have screamed, so I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, that was, um... So, yeah, okay, you got me, all right. I never thought of new names, but I do know somebody who, as a teenage boy, used to, like, pee into those half-filled soda cans and just leave it just sitting around oh, <laughs> so yeah okay never mind i thought i had it bad here <laughs> no she's just real bad with um like dirty cups with like milk left in them and you know what i'm saying it's like it's oh, nothing worse yeah. than walking in and grabbing a plastic cup and looking in and being like oh look at that cheese. <laughs> we have cheese <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's got mold on it. It's, it's blue I'm, cheese. <laughs> so it's not blue. It's no, no, green. No, hey, <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, I'm gonna I, like full. Like I will be like, if my mom ever listens to this, like her immediate thought will be like, oh, oh, I know what that's like. Because like yeah. I was the worst about like leaving like, you know, an inch of milk left, right? And completely forgetting oh. that I didn't finish the milk, right? And yeah. it would just sit on my like my counter and like in my room or whatever. And just you know, like I was never in the house. I just like I was constantly, you know, again because of past conversations about my house, constantly like out of the house. And I, like there was a, a certain point that my house was just come home, sleep, Place you slept. and then and go right. Yeah. And there's been a yeah. couple times. There, I remember there those were days. A couple times, yeah. I, there are a couple times when I would I would come into the room and I'd be like, "Oh shit, what does that smell?" And I'd have to finally start <laughs> to clean shit up. I was like, "Oh my god, this grossed me out." Because when you're really in there all the time, you get used to it. Little, when it grows those little spores and they start spraying into the air, that's when it's really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Now, as like, a what is that dust boy, emanating? As a teenage boy, I was just cluttered. I wasn't like gross as a teenage boy. When I got to college, I got really gross. But just as a teenager, yeah, it was it was more clutter than nastiness. Yeah. Same with me. It was clutter. It was dust. It was I didn't clean the room, but and you know the smell of you know dirty socks and underwear kind of thing. But I didn't leave food and right. You know things for creatures to munch upon in my room that just that wasn't gonna wasn't gonna fly. Oh, you know there were some other odors. <laughs> I bet <laughs> coming emanating from that room that I definitely remember, oh. like that we did. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, um, Bob Marley would have been proud, and so <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Like yeah, I there, think, those I, odors emanated from my room for quite so for many years. Yeah. Like that's why you I, have I to think, exhale I think out just... of like dryer sheets and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, we had this little oh. door to the attic that we <laughs> yeah. could open up in my room and just blow it all into the attic. You know, 
then then I found out that that smell would somehow find its way into the rest of the house. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents always know. It's just whether or not they tell you. Yeah. They know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they knew. Yeah. No, 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 no. My parents had no idea. And until that fateful day, Damien, you remember, like, yes. uh, that they were like, you did what? <laughs> How long has this been going on for? And I'm like, some you. parents are more oblivious than others. Sure. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. like my parents had enough going on. They had too much of their own stuff going on that they just, they, they Fair. weren't aware of much. I like, I would come home on an acid trip. Like I would just like be tripping balls, sitting and watching a movie. <laughs> like there's one time I like was like tripping balls and they're like, Hey, we're watching like, remember the Titans or something like that. Come join us. And I was like, all right. And I'm like the whole time I'm like, motherfucker, 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 just sit still Scott and just look at the TV, just sit in the chair. No one's looking at your eyes. You're just like, enjoy and just enjoy the show, Scott. Just sit there and enjoy the show. Just sit there. Scott, are you Why are is you this movie lasting me? 20 years? <laughs> know, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> when did they stop time? <laughs> What's going on? Scott. Oh my God. Is this real? Are, are those things me? real? <laughs> Scott, Scott. Denzel will not coach you. Stop asking him to. <laughs> Why is he looking at me then? Make him stop yeah. looking at me. Oh. He's looking into my soul. <laughs> He's looking straight into my soul. So here's one of the things that I think that impacts our our ability to accomplish, right? Is the fact that we have such a hypercritical nature, or it, not nature, but learned nurture, right? That especially culturally, we're so much into to pointing the finger, judgment, shame, guilt, like, um, actually had a psychiatrist, um, you know, that, that I was, I was, when I was working on an inpatient unit, I was talking with them and they brought up, like they had brought up like shame and guilt being a great motivator. Um, and I was like, no, that's kind of like it, like, like, and it, and it's more it, of an inhibitor, right? But that it's a motivator, like a negative reinforcer that, that shame and guilt led to you avoiding certain behaviors because, or you would avoid certain behaviors because of the shame and guilt associated with it and, and therefore go towards a healthier path. Was, was, that sounds like a very like he, evolutionary uh, psychology look at a look way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, but when you look at human beings, like, no, we'll still do the things that we feel shame and guilt about, right? Like you go to anyone's search like history and you'll definitely see like plenty of things that they're, that they have a lot of shame and guilt about, but they still do it. And then they just feel shame and guilt afterwards, right? Which then shuts down and causes them to avoid actually like looking at what it is that's motivating. I thought that was just part of the whole post orgasm experience. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Don't worry, darling. I'm, I'm crying just as much on the inside as you are on the outside. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) 
But like, but no, I, continue. it's like being a werewolf. I've killed again. No, go anyway. ahead. Go ahead, Eric. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say it's, it's for me, this is probably admitting way too much about my own internal psychology. And maybe it's like, because I'm the youngest child or something, but I always try to, I know I shouldn't do this, but this is just how I operate. I, I try to like measure myself against other people. Like, my sense of self-worth is intimately tied to how other people are doing things. Like I, I see other people who are extremely, it's totally an unfair comparison. It's always an unfair comparison. It's built on this faulty premise that we're all the same and we're not. Um, But I see other people who are like super productive and get all these things done and who like barely sleep at night because they're so busy doing this and that and this and that. And they're just like, just killing it. And here I am sitting on my phone doing nothing, you know, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I tend to feel lazy Mm -hmm. because I don't stack up to somebody who's, you know, probably on speed for all I know. (laughs) Um, It's quite a few of them out there, believe it or not. So I know. (laughs) Oh, I have quite a bit of experience with people that are like on meth, just like, anyway, um, on the work site. (laughs) Just, yeah, I, it, at times, uh, it's, I've it's never real quick, the just, fun, so. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> one guy that's uh, that does landscape work for. He doesn't work for me anymore, um, but he uh, he was showing up on job sites at like nine thirty at night, working until two a.m. And people were getting pissed off and it's getting calls and shit. And it was just like, and the dude was just like, he, he was like methed out or something. I don't know. He, couldn't get him on the job site at, you know, six o'clock in the morning, but he sure as hell be there at 2 a.m., you know? So anyway, so he, he doesn't do any work for us anymore, but yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah. Out Was there it like the that. same guy that uh, would, who would run through the woods and chopping wood, butt naked? Like, no, I'm just kidding. Like, that was another mm-hmm. friend of ours. I had a cousin that was like that. He was a, he was a Marine and yeah. he didn't. When he when he got out, he just couldn't adjust to n- normal civilian life for a while, and he would just find himself up in the morning at one, two o'clock in the morning, and it's like, mm-hmm. I need to mow the grass. I'm just going to do it now, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, and piss off his neighbors. Yeah. But it took him a while to kind of, yeah. You know. People do that kind of shit in like Alaska during the summer. <laughs> yeah. yeah when the sun's up 24 7 still out yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like it's time to go to sleep why the sun's up we don't sleep now we sleep later yeah, we sleep in the winter time when it's dark all the time no it, it, like eric like i i experience what you talked about what you're talking about like that unfair comparison like, and, and i think this is actually more of a learned behavior um that i acquired from like my my mom was like i i get that when people are coming over um like i do this like incessant deep cleaning um for the whole house because and it's it's and and you know i i've never really well i've kind of thought about like because i get really irritable and like i think like from for my mom like it was trying to hide the bad stuff, like, right? Like, right. putting on airs that, to hide that, that, you know, the dysfunction. And for me, like, I don't live in a dysfunctional house. 
excluding myself. No, like I don't live in a dysfunctional <laughs> house, right? Um, but there's still this like urgency of like making sure everything is nice and, you know, like you, you want to hide your shame, even though you have nothing to be ashamed. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And, and, you know, and instead internalize it rather than like allowing it to be visible for, for everybody. Right. And so, so it, it, it's to me, I think that's, that's most notable when, when I see a lot of it, right. When it, when I see it coming right. out in myself, um, is, is when I notice it the most is whenever, cause I, and I, I'm just thinking about that because, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. That's what I was doing right before we started this because my youngest daughter has a friend coming over and I'm like sitting there like trying to clean up the whole house and get all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like all like cranky and irritable and like, Oh, we got, you know, whatever. Like they're going to see the fraud that I am. Right. That, that kind of yeah. like internal feeling. Right. I, I had to Foster do that syndrome, when Ka- yeah. Cadence yeah. was having a, a, um, a, a sleepover party with a bunch of girls for her birthday. And we, I made her join in. We cleaned the house, <laughs> yeah. the bathroom, deep cleaned everything. Cause you know, I don't want people to know how messy the house normally is. It's, right. Know, like you're saying the, the fraud you are. Yeah. So you don't want them to see the fraud that you are. But that's a so. weird one because like, I think most households do that and I don't think it's necessarily yeah. a bad thing, but it can very easily become a neurosis. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know how you draw that line, like between like, you know, cleaning I, I know, up for companies, a totally normal thing everybody yeah. does. But yeah. see, even the way I talk, this is a totally normal thing that everybody does. Um, I'm always weighing myself against other people. <laughs> but yeah, it's <laughs> it's very easy to just become neurotic about it, to just go crazy with it. And then, um, you know, it, it gets passed down from family to family. Like mm-hmm. my mom did it. My Her, her mom was even worse, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, I think I've made my point. <laughs> yeah, you did. Good. No, like, so like one of the things that, that always irks me and, and, and I heard somebody say this recently is like, like the tradition of going to like church, right. Is everybody puts on their quote unquote Sunday best. Right. And both literally I've and always, figuratively. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I've always hated that concept. Right. Because in my mind, like, when you do that, you're not doing that for God. Because, like, because if you're in a, a person of faith, God sees you at all times, right? Even in fact, yeah, you, you saw me last night. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, even the post-coital <laughs> crying, right? And so, <laughs> and and so, or the post-coital weeping, um, and and like, <laughs> and so like like, God sees you at all times, right? It, you know, based on them. So then, who are you putting that on? Putting dressing up for? Because you're not dressing up for Him, right? You're dressing up for everyone else, right? And I dress like up said, for the ladies. I don't know about you know everybody else, but no. But I <laughs> of course, think I don't ever go to church. That's that's one of the reasons that, like, as a kid, I really started to turn against organized religion because it's just another example of how fake it all is. Like you're mm-hmm. you're deliberately yeah. putting on your best face yeah. instead of just being yeah. a human being and revealing yourself. 
before God, which is the whole idea. That's what you're supposed to be doing, and if, right? Instead of being and if God honest. is everywhere and all around us, why do we need to go there for that anyway? Well, I understand the concept so, of yeah. worship. I just yeah. didn't understand the concept of having to, you know, yeah, try to pretend you're somebody you're not just to do that. That, that it felt yeah. anathema. It felt like the opposite of what you should do. You should go before right, God yeah. naked, as far as I'm concerned, right? Right. There we go. Like, naked churches. Well, you know, I know that I, sounds I, like I, a joke, but I actually mean it literally. Like, like no. you should go <laughs> with all of your flaws revealed. Right. Like, honest, right? It shouldn't, like, that's one of the, like, again, one of the, the, the sins is lying, right? Lying is a sin. Well, yeah. going to church in your Sunday best is a lie. Because that, that is not who you are. That is not who you are Monday through. Yeah, it's pride, right? Exactly. Right? Nice. Right? Like, and yeah. Monday through Saturday, that is not who you are. Or or Sunday or Saturday through Friday or whatever, right? Like, depending on, like, like so, so, like, that is not who you are. That is who you are for those few hours, right? And then when you get home, you got to take off your Sunday best so they don't get dirty, you know, and then go put on your play clothes, all this different stuff, like, right? And, and, and it's like you're shedding this falsehood that you just lied to everybody, including God, and that in the house of God, you just... You put this fraud that you just like you're shedding the fraud to go be you right. Like that's such a, like, like a, a interesting, like I, I really like anyways, like that's to me, like I do want to go get my, um, um, my master's in, in, at, at, like uh, in divinity at a, a year church, year school and stuff like that. And um, I've been talking with um, uh, there's like two Unitarian Universalist uh, universities, um, one in Chicago, one in San Francisco. And I've been talking to the one in, in San Francisco. I, I do want to do that. Like I do, like I would like to like, you know, start a church. And if I ever started a church, like one of the things I would insist upon is like, there is no such thing as a Sunday best. You just, Amen, brother. you just, you, you wear what you wear. Right. And so like, um, you know, that's, that's, there is no, like, uh, um, there is no clothing, but uh, you know, there is no fraud dress code. Right. Yeah. yeah. No dress code. Right. And it, cause that's always something, but the, the way that you kind of like brought that up, <laughs> I mean, with legal, like limits, really yeah. kind of, <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. But no, like the way that you kind of like talked about that, like helped me even further coalesce like that concept, like why I feel like it's such a, like why I hate that concept. Right. Absolutely. And so anyways, like is because again, it is, it, it is, especially when you're in, in a situation where you're supposed to be your most honest, right? Theoretically, yeah. you're supposed to be your most Instead, honest. Instead you become this paragon of virtue trying to show off like, you know, I live such a just life and yada, 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 yada. Yeah, religious peacocks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I yep. can't yes. stand religious yep. peacocks. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's most of them in the church, it seems. But, you know. Well, I think most people who are religious aren't like that. But, like, there's a lot of people who, I don't know, just fall into it. Especially, yeah, like in yeah. the big mega churches where they've got, like, I, jumbotrons yeah. and shit. And that's just. I just. I hated the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the gossip and the, um, the holier than thou ness of the people that was often there. 
and the you know the lack of following the faith that they say that they are a part of you know that just that was the part that turned me off and i know that that's not the entire congregation and it's maybe even just the minority and they're just the most outspoken or you know loudest of the group but um you know that's that's turned me off of all of that years and years and years ago so now, i remember but, for a yeah. while i actually attended a, a gospel church with a girlfriend of mine um and like that was a Ooh, very different fun. It was a very different experience <laughs> and like it was more yeah. about just being free and, and just going with, you know, you know, feeling the spirit within you and just going with it, you know, and it wasn't about trying to prove that you were more virtuous than the next person. It was just about everybody getting together and celebrating God. And mm-hmm. I always digged that. And also I love the whole and singing I, and clapping and, I, and going crazy. I fun. went to, I went to a couple of different, uh, you know, revivals or whatever, you know, churches like that yeah. uh, and experience the, the experience of that. And for me, it was just one of those things where I just, you know, I never felt the the spirit move over me. If you know what I mean? Um, it just, it wasn't there for me. That was not something that moved me or made me feel, you know, more one with the group or with the, whatever power may exist. Um, if anything, it made me feel more like an imposter and like I didn't belong there. You know, well, my girlfriend's so, but, dress was very revealing, yeah. so I always felt the spirit within. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's like that time we went, Scott, when, we, when you and I, and I forget who else went when we went to Brownsville. Yeah. I don't remember if you were there, Damien. I, I went to I, one I, over off of, um, uh, is that, is that no, not Langley, Spanish, uh, Spanish, Spanish 12th or whatever, the one that intersects with Langley. There is a, Back in behind, so over there by the airport, back in behind, there was a some sort of a church there that did some. We went with Walter. I think Scott may mm. have come, or it may have been me, Pete, and Walter, and a couple Pete, other Pete people. And Walter. I yeah, I didn't go to that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That one, that was one of those ones where there, you know, people falling down in the aisles and feeling the spirit move over them. And, you know, we, uh, we decided to go leave the congregation because it was just too much for me. I was like, uh, yeah, no. Um, let's go have a cigarette. And, uh, you know, some dude approaches us in the lobby and like, you know, puts his hands on Walter and tries to like exercise the demons kind of thing. Oh, I remember <laughs> so, that. Yeah, yeah. I remember you telling like, me about that. Or he wasn't really trying to exercise demons. He was like, you know, do you want to be saved? Cause I can save you kind of thing. He put his hand on him and was like supposed to, supposed to like, he was like jiggled his hand around, shook it and mumbled some words. And it was supposed to, you know, when he hits you in the forehead, you're supposed to fall down. Right. Well, Walter didn't fall down. So, <laughs> and the guy was just like, looks at his hand and looks at Walter and does it again. And Walter's like, what? You, <laughs> you know, me? and he was, I'm hitting the me. guy was, <laughs> the guy like looked at him like he was some sort of demon or something and then scurried away. Because those are, <laughs> those are like trained, expected behaviors in yeah. certain environments like that. Oh, and for sure. it's yeah. like, I, I, I yeah. remember listening to people who are telling their deconversion stories. And they would be in a church, you know, where, you know, tongues are being spoken and whatnot mm-hmm. and all that. And they're up there on, you know, on stage and the pastor's speaking in tongues and they're looking at them, waiting for them to do it. And they're just like, just fake it. We're all doing it. Yeah. Everybody's faking. It's like, hip- yeah, no, and it's, it's just, it's, it's more. Of yeah. Just and, it, and it hits you like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. But I remember when, uh, Scott and I were at the thing, there was this, you know, one dude fell out. 
hit his head on a chair on the way down, you know, and I'm like, and he's just out, you know, he's, he's out cold. Everybody else is just still dancing and doing it. And I'm like, is this dude going to be okay? And there's a lady up on stage just singing away and she's singing some note, but she's got her head up like this and her mouth's wide open. And she's just, and I'm like, okay, she's relating God now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the that's the head head motion and her mouth is, is wide she open was just waiting for jesus to come in her yeah yeah <laughs> just giving it a, a, yeah. he is risen no like, no, like so i went to, so i went to brownsville i went to brownsville three times because of a girl uh that well, i worked with at target oh god oh i remember that girl yeah oh, like okay. and yeah. and yeah, one and, of the times like, you dragged my ass yeah, like, dude, you gotta come to see this. Like, this is crazy. And like, did they you know, try to like, save you, Joe? <laughs> no, they oh. kept asking for money, and it pissed me off because oh, they, yeah. ta- they were talking. They were talking. They had they had had this thing about we have had like like half a million people or a million people come through the door this year, mm-hmm. right? And then he's like, and we're sending around the basket for another collection because we need another two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for X, right? And I'm like, uh-huh. okay. If most people come in, they drop a dollar in a basket, which mm-hmm. you know, there's people that drop more than a freaking dollar, especially at a revival mm-hmm. type thing. It's like sure. you have made bank this year and you're asking for more. Yeah. Okay. You have kids operating the cameras for videos that you're selling out in front. God's just really bad with money, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. that old George Carlin. It's really team, bad. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It That's is. exactly where that's coming. He always from. needs money. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> really bad you know, money. Everything else is fine. Just can't handle. You know, I was gonna say a really bad joke, but apparently, but I'm gonna avoid that one. But like, wow, ever since joke, Christ came, much for Scott. I know, I know. What? I was like, <laughs> ever since Christ came that. along, then all of a sudden, all, like when he started it, when God became Christian, then he started being bad with money. Beforehand, beforehand, he was great with money, but then that Christ came along and changed everything, and and God just yep. started being terrible with money. This is it's all over. Yep. Yeah, another Jewish example no, sorry, of, the, I, yeah. of organized religion is the whole lack of piety. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. No, like, and 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 you know, the the and again, like to me, the the the. Loop, the loop the gears. So loop much, the gears. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. I promise you I'll get there. It, it just, <laughs> it's not as bad as Jet Wyden. You're fine. Yeah. It's got to sputter for a little bit. I know. Like, just watch the gears going in there. They'll, they'll start up. But the, but like the whole fact that the, the, so much of the church has become a, a, a fixation on shame and guilt. Rather than an actual like focus on redemption, you know, blessings, things like that, forgiveness, which are the, the actual teachings of, of your, your, your prophet, your, your God, right? Like it's just insane. And so like it, 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 and to me, what it does is it feeds on the internal shame and guilt that we, that we hold within ourselves. And so many people go towards that because it allows them again to point the finger at someone else and feel that mm-hmm. relief, right? That it's, it's when you, you know, 
the like the 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 statement that you know blacks are violent or inherently violent when you have whites going around enslaving the the world you have you know whites invading every country like you have like the 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 inquisition <laughs> like the inquisition you know, right <laughs> like nobody expects it um nobody and, expects the spanish inquisition <laughs> right and, but maybe and, you maybe know, and, Maybe that has something to do with, I mean, this is just completely off the top of my head, just occurred to me. What if that's one of the reasons that hyper-religious people have such a problem with uh, the LGBTQ community um, is that their whole thing is about not feeling shame and guilt. Their whole thing is letting that go. But without that, religion doesn't have its chief weapon, especially like Judeo-Christian Western religion. Um, So what if that's part of the reason why they're so against things like gay marriage. Um, and, and and I mean, they claim that there's a basis for it in the text, but there really isn't. And if there is, yeah. then you have to take everything else that's also in the text. Like you're not allowed to get tattoos and shit, but I don't know. I think there might be something to that. And like I said, this is just off the top of my head and never thought of it that way before. But no, yeah. I, I, I think it's because you have to have, cause it's, you have to have the other, right? That's what the devil represents. The devil oh, represents sure, yeah. the other, right? And and the antagonist. Like, yeah, but that's and, a whole and, evolutionary thing too with religion, mm-hmm. with Christianity. Right. Well, and and yeah. and making it so unhuman, inhuman, right? When the Bible actually has no mention of horns and red skin and a tail. That's totally. I think it was like what Saint Augustine. Or Saint Augustus, um, some, Augustus, some drunken monk dude, Saint or Aquinas, something. Augustus Aquinas, or something like that, or whatever. Like, anyways, um, no, it wasn't Aquinas that came up yeah, with it. it. Was, no, it's one of those. Oh, I, yeah. Just, just keep like, in mind, they, half they of the shit that it. any of them ever came up with was created by some drunken monk in a monastery somewhere. You know, but like in the book, somebody to like, against the church is read the fucking book. <laughs> like half the shit I know, right, right? church yeah. is not in that book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It, well, and, and a lot and, of stuff that's in it, they completely avoid. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Right. If you're a small child and you mess with an old man, then God will smite you by having a bear come and maul you. Like. That's yeah, making fun of his bald. That's yeah. justice. Right. Yeah. That's just justice. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so I, you know, but, but like when, when you look at the Bible and it actually says that Lucifer is the, the most beautiful, perfect, you know, of all the angels. Right. And mm-hmm. you can't have your enemy being human because then it, you relate to them and you have to see them for who they are. Right. They have to be yeah. the other. Right. And, th- and that's, that's and, and yeah. that's really what the church is. That's why is they use dehumanizing language in, in um, you know, wartime speeches and so on and so forth. Exactly. So that your enemy right. is no longer. It can go even yeah. worse than that. I mean, like, like you start talking about things like possession where mm-hmm. this person cannot possibly be behaving this way because of who they are or because of some kind of mental illness. It's because they have a demon in them. So we have to right. torture yeah. them for a few days to make it go away. Um, yeah right <laughs> that'll work that'll work it always works <laughs> yeah torture someone who's in a manic state torture someone who's yeah. in a manic state and acting really really bizarre 
because again, mania, mania only lasts three to seven days. So like you just torture them for seven days mm -hmm. and then they get break out of the mania. And what it is, is that the demon demon has left. It's not that the mania has passed as it usually does because it only lasts for about three to seven days. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yes. no, no. Mm -hmm. no, I was and, terrified as a kid that I was going to like start seeing demons and stuff and that I was going to be possessed just because of some stupid shit I heard and read, you know? Dude, and that's like I once, so I once thought my sister was possessed, but that was no. Nope. <laughs> we we for real had to explain to a a couple that on three occasions we do mm -hmm. not exercise our children. Like, and and had to call DCF on them multiple times because we do not exercise our children, right? And, and this is, that is a for real thing that no, still I have had yeah, to have, sure. yeah, I've had to have multiple conversations with families and they have gotten so livid that, you know, I'm just not, I'm just not faithful. Right. I just don't You're believe in like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. it's no, like. But that's the same kind of thinking that leads to like forced conversion therapy, you know? Oh God. Which that mm -hmm. is torture. Yeah. <laughs> that is so inhuman. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no idea should be beyond criticism. Amen. Yeah. You know, when you start to hear about like, what was it? The, the head of the evangelical group, like years ago, like 10 years ago or whatever, that was out in Colorado and he got caught like snorting meth off of a male prostitute's <laughs> butt. Snorting, like, you mean coke, right? No, meth. <laughs> he was snorting meth off of a male coke, a uh, a uh, a uh, 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 male. Um, that probably hurt like hell. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, and like, who needs a blood bearing brain barrier? Ted Haggard. Yeah, right. No, I think it was Ted Haggard. I think it was. There's you got, you got Billy Graham, Ted Haggard. Yeah. They're all like from out in that area. Mm. It might have been Ted Hager. Like he was the head of the, uh, he was the head of either like. It's the, scary the, that you have to be more specific. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, <laughs> which one was this? But no. And, and, and again, like, well, like Larry Elder, right? I, not Larry Elder. Whoops. No, no. Strike that. Uh, <laughs> I want to, I want to have that conversation. Like, <laughs> No, I just I, I don't want to get like liable or whatever. Like you got, uh, you know, yeah. like you saw like no, 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 no. defamation or whatever, some defamation lawsuit yeah. or whatever. No, 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 no. No, not Larry Elder. Sorry, no, no, wrong, no. wrong. But who is the like <laughs> Wyoming senator or South Dakota? Like the one that that was with the wide stance, and he was doing the foot. He was meeting people in the Minnesota bathroom, meeting male prostitutes. No, no idea. You could name like fifty different people, and I'd be like, yeah, probably that guy. <laughs> 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 he said, he said, he, he said, because he got caught in a sting because they were going into mm -hmm. the Minnesota bathroom at the Minnesota airport. He was going into the bathroom at the Minnesota airport. And like, there was a certain tap that you had to do. And that would say like, you were up, right? You're here to, you're down to clown, right? Or down to pound. Down to like clown. That, right. And so like. <laughs> down to clown. Yeah. Down to clown. You know a lot no, about Down this, to pound. Scott. He knows all the lingo. He was a senator. <laughs> yeah, I know all the lingo. I prefer down to clown, honestly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, what, that's right. what I thought he said I'm there. Down to clown. <laughs> but not like John, it, it, John Martin Haster? John Haster? Could no, John, John Haster's Haster? from Missouri. 
Is Haster from Missouri? Uh, he was so the one that was. Leg- Wyoming legislator was arrested this week in a sting operation focusing on human trafficking in Sweetwater County. Now, here in Missouri, we got Josh Hawley. Yeah, that's a whole no. different bag of cats. No, that, uh, oh, got- there was another rest. There was one that was like a not not Jim Jordan. That was a different one. But there was another Republican that was like a, assaulting wrestlers or, or high school assaulting or wrestlers. Like that. That's a bad idea. I know. Right. Um, or, uh, um, let me see. Uh, oh, it's always the Senator. most morally self-righteous and it, it usually is the Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. It always comes out to that, you know, when, when, when you're pointing at somebody, you know, there's like three more pointing at yourself. Oh, of course. Yeah. As, that was a p- point I was going to make a minute ago was when, when people are, uh, chastising others are typically, you know, it's revealing it's, their own, they're revealing. Secrets. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. They're it's revealing what they are doing. Right. It's projection. Larry yeah. Craig. It's all projection. Larry Craig. Larry. Craig. Okay. Larry sure. Craig. He was in the men's uh, restroom. So, but again, like he was, you know, Republican senator, like um, that um, got caught in the bathroom, very, very religious, all this different stuff. And his wife was like, no, like it's, it, it's not true. I, I'm still with him, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. And again, it's this, guilt and shame that they hold that they're not quote unquote Mm -hmm. normal because again, their church told them that what they are is wrong. Right. As opposed to just, no, just being you man and being okay with being you. As long as it's between two consenting adults, who who cares? Yeah. Right. You know, and like, and like, but the only reason a lot of people like, have to point it out and make a big deal out of it is because because of their view their stance on these things they're pointing over here saying it's bad when they're the ones you know get, getting back to the you know finger pointing thing you know, yeah that's kind of why scandals and, like this yeah. this particular shade of scandal tends to happen a lot more to republicans because they're the they're the ones who who get into the religious right and the moralism and yeah. the and the mm-hmm. yeah, holier than thou shit you know if a Democrat senator gets caught in the bathroom with another man. It's less likely to cause a stir. Like maybe he'll get a little bit of pushback and especially if he has a wife and he's married and, but at the same time, a lot of Democrats are a lot more forgiving of that kind of thing. And they're a lot more willing to just be like, you know, I mean, it's, it's part of that's also because, um, you know, if you, if you go into the deep, dark recesses of the internet, you'll find all kinds of made up stories about Democrats doing that shit anyway. Oh, for sure. So yeah. I mean, what does all, it matter? They're all pedophiles <laughs> and they're eating and our children, not, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. not even that deep, dark yeah. anymore. No, no, I know it's out in the open now, but it's just like, they're yeah, making up. They're doing it right out of that pizza stories. joint over there. Yeah. Yeah. They're making up far worse stories about all of those people already. So, what does it matter if they went and did something real like that? You know, it's like, oh, that's nothing. Because they're yeah, over I mean, there eating babies. The worst yeah. of that kind of scandal I can think of from a Democrat is that one uh, from California who was like doing something where she was like cutting the hair of one of her subordinates while naked. I can't remember. her uh, name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that Katie was only Hill? because it was a subordinate. It was a power play. It was like the, the power interplay yeah. was the problem, not the actual act of being naked with yeah. another woman. Katie, no Katie Hill. So Katie Hill, it was Katie Hill. Yeah. So Katie Hill is, is the, the, uh, that's exactly who I was about to, to bring up because Katie Hill was um, openly bisexual. Yeah. And 
she had had a threesome um, mm-hmm. and on multiplication had threesomes with her husband and right. the and again the 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 only thing that was an issue about it was the fact that it was one of her, it was one of her um one of the people that she was had like a, a threesome was uh, with was a staffer exactly right, right? in her during her her and that was the people need to learn right people need to learn a very very simple concept in this world is you do not shit where you eat you know right, right? and that applies right. to so many things in life or if you're amber heard you don't pee on where your husband sleeps <laughs> You don't shit see, where you sleep. See, this is this is all shit nope, I didn't know sleep, about till yeah. Scott posted. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Why do I care now? Now it's like oh, this is going to be fascinating reading. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit! Right? How deep so, does no, this rabbit hole go? But like, and and what pissed me off was Nancy Pelosi made her step down. Right. Oh yeah, because yeah, Nancy mm-hmm. Pelosi. Yeah, she is such a dirtbag. Uh, I I cannot fucking stand Nancy Pelosi. Like, and and mm. they call her a master. Um, uh, what was it? Manipulator. A master. <laughs> she's like a yeah, it's about to say manipulator. Chest. Um, she's no, like a master fuck, strategist, no, no. and no, she's of a non-existent a game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like a master. No, the only master strategist like out there is McConnell. No, she's no, just a master, master lawmaker. Ice cream she, no, no, no. <laughs> no. The reason that she's a master like legislator is because she she gets the most cr- bribes from people. That's the only mm-hmm. reason that she has any power is because she gets more bribes. She gets as many bribes as Mitch McConnell does, right? Which is mm-hmm. enormous, right? And that's why mm-hmm. they're in power, right? They also and, know where all the bodies are buried, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like for me, like to me, like I cannot stand her because she is the pinnacle. She and Schumer are the pinnacle of, of democratic corruption. Like I, I, you know, I appreciate, again, a lot of people may not have agree with their politics, but I appreciate the, the group, the justice Democrats because of the fact that they are adamant about not getting, uh, about not taking corporate PAC money about, you know, trying to get small dollar donations and focusing on on people because if the people represent if they represent the people and they're getting their money from the average person then when they go to make laws and legislation then they then they're going to represent the, the 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 average person more they're more they're more likely to represent them the problem is is that the people that are in power are the ones that are the the most corrupt right and another thing that's a, a big problem is that for your positions, if you want any kind of leadership position, you have to purchase it. And that leads to corruption, right? Because that money goes to the, the, the DNCC and the RN, the RNCC or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like it, it, it just, it, it's infuriating. It's, it's absolutely infuriating. Instead of just being elected to those positions and voted by, voted in by your your peers right that that you're purchasing it instead right so it's it's again it's not democratic and i know i know money is it's oh, neither Eric, democratic nor republican it's just pure corruption <laughs> right, we, exactly. just, we just need to get so, all the money out of politics altogether no that, that would, here's something yeah. i thought I, I thought of that might be a good <laughs> middle ground no 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 here's something that i thought might be a good middle ground that eric might get behind is 
and it's it's not my idea. Um, Larry Lessig had brought up the idea, and Andrew Yang had 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 mentioned it during his campaign was democracy dollars, where instead of saying that the government gives money to the represent to the people that are the campaigns directly, that every American gets twenty three hundred dollars during the primary and twenty three hundred dollars during the actual like campaign and you get to decide where that $2,300 goes. Right. And so like democracy tokens, (laughs) democracy dollars. Right. And then it, it, well, just democracy dollars has a a, a nicer ring and it's alliteration, but corporations aren't allowed to, to donate. It's only us the and only us citizens. Right. So any of the dark money goes away. Political PACs. Only registered voters. Only, well, I wouldn't see uh, like American citizens, right? And and then so kids, so so kids can do this too. Kids are registered voters only. Well, that's why no. I'm asking registered kids, voters. Kids or aren't is it citizens, American citizens, because they can't make their own determination. <laughs> so they wouldn't get it because they're not adult. They're not of the age of majority. Uh, but well, no, they're American citizens when it's convenient. Yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> but like when they're hostages so that, so in another country. Part of part yeah. of everything, part of your your being a citizen is you get twenty three hundred dollars in order to de- designate to candidates that you want it to go to, right? And so, therefore, you're using your money to use your voice to back certain campaigns. Wait, wait. Did you just say money was speech? No, you did, but you this totally is what, did. No. You're like, use your money to your voice. No, yeah, no, you did. No, that is exactly what that <laughs> was. That's why I was trying stop to cut like, me off. We're going to call them tokens, to not say. money, not <laughs> no, dollars. Stop, stop. Sorry, I, like had to, I had to jump. Chuck E. Cheese jump. and getting no, tokens. I know, Eric. I use you know that I had to jump because I'm trying. No, I, I I use that framing purposely to get your buy-in, right? So then you uh, like to back what you're saying of. Money is speech. Okay, then if money is speech, then let's use money that goes directly to the, to the citizens and only the citizen can direct where that money goes to back campaigns, right? And this is a so middle ground. So if I choose not to vote, compromise. can I use that money for other things? No. It okay. sounds... It is strictly for... So, so how, how is this distributed? How is this about procrastination? What <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. The conversation for the last like 25, 30 minutes is like, this isn't procrastination, but okay. <laughs> anyway, we're procrastinating yeah. procrastination. It's avoidance. Yeah, so. It's avoidance. We're yes, avoiding. Avoidance. Our avo- avoidance. We're avoiding. Yeah. But I just thought that would be an interesting thing. Uh, anyways, so yeah. I just thought that would be like, I was trying to think of ways no, to it's, like find it's a, an interesting, a compromise. So, it's an interesting them. solution. It sounds like um, it's, uh, it's rife for opening up a whole bag of worms of other problems. And I don't, mm-hmm. I think logistically it's deeply flawed. I like the idea behind it, but I don't think, I don't think it could possibly work. And I, I think it would lend itself to all kinds of unintended consequences. Yeah. yeah. Like, a, like buying myself a PlayStation and a new TV. Instead That's where of I was wondering what, the what democracy what, dollars what, yeah. to work. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like how well, how are we d- dividing no, democracy have, dollars? Is like you know no 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 no. You you don't have 
you don't have the money in your possession. We're not giving you dollars, right? You, but have, so you, so a you have the right system. to give it to who you want. It's yeah, a credit, it's like a credit system, system where we have to trust that the government is going to allot the money the way you want it to. And we're supposed to believe that that's going to work. No, like you, you like just like gerrymandering your banking system. No, 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 no. But just like your bank, right? When I go onto a campaign and I click, I can that change I banks. Donate. I can't change governments, at least not easily. True, true, true. Mm. But, but listen to me, listen to me. When I go onto a campaign and I don't, I donate a hundred dollars or whatever, right? Or $20. My bank sees that they say like i sent this right and they show it to the bank the bank takes the 20 dollars out of my the elect they don't put it give them a 20 dollar bill but electronically they move 20 dollars from my bank account into their electronic bank account and it gets diverted that way right and so every like every month the campaigns go to the government and say this is what the people have have donated if we fund the irs if you don't think all this money, well, money, you know, all this, like all these numbers transferring hands and those hands aren't going to ask for their fair share. They're like their, their little piece of the pie every single step of the way. And that's just going to cause even more corruption. That's, it's like, I, I, I like, like I said, I like well, the we, idea we, behind it, but I just, I logistically, we, I don't see how it works without causing more corruption. Is, the, well, I, no, I've heard like, this kind of stuff one, one real quick. I've heard this kind of like, you know, concept, not this specific one, but you know, the poo pooing of any ideas of change um, over years and years and years of having many conservative friends. It's, it doesn't matter what it is. Is it? It could be worse than what we have now. Yeah, but what we have now is is so fucking horribly bad. Like the entire thing, the way no, all of it works. I'm not. That saying- it's like honestly looking at it, it's like yeah, that that is rife for corruption too. But would it be worse than no, what I we know. have? Probably not. Probably I'm, not worse at all. I'm not and that's saying, the thing, you know. I'm not <laughs> saying that because it's flawed, it won't work. I'm just simply saying you have to mm-hmm. think these things through before you do Correct. Them. Oh, I agree 100%. <laughs> they need to be thought through. We can't just drop everything any, we're doing and do that. Wait, wait, wait. we got to like, figure out how to make it work. Wait, so. Did anyone else like hear, hear the dying like or the possessed demon scream? No. no, that's just you, man. Are you, have you taken your meds? <laughs> no, 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 like, what no, like the, what are you like, talking about? No, like there was like a like there was like some weird glitch or whatever. Did your child scream was, like, again and we missed it? No, 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 no. It, it, no, it was it was like when Damien was talking, there was some sort of like weird like like glitch. I, maybe it was a lag and like I moved my mic. Maybe up. my boom arm squeaked. Yeah, I didn't oh, hear. I didn't but I was saying. I think when I heard exercise, I was like, "Oh my god!" What? What? What about? <laughs> right. What about? So, anyways, so anyways, so wait, 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 wait. Let's okay. We'll go back. Let's get back. Let's get back. We'll get back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to dig- digress too much. Well, All right. Well, so Joe, had an idea Joe hasn't had anything to say. So just okay, go ahead. Go, ahead. go, go for it, Joe. You say what you want to say. Yeah. Well, it's your turn. I don't know how this would work, but just get rid of the monetary idea of campaigning okay altogether. anyway go back to Keep it, it hold, hold. No, no 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 i'm not i'm, I'm not I'm talking sorry. about getting rid of money culturally i'm talking about get it down to you know just like how you do local debates whoever's running whoever's gotten their name enough signatures on to run and you and you put them on local news and that's and it's there's no commercials there's no bad mouthing of other 
campaigns and all the other bullshit. You just, there's no fucking commercials. It's only about debates. If you're not willing to stand up and voice your opinions on things and have feedback with constituents and back and forth with mm-hmm. the other people running. And that's the only way you get about doing it. You just get rid of the money part altogether. Yeah. Let's talk about policy. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it needs to be about. You know, no, I don't disagree. What do you yeah. You know, uh, just get rid of the, all the, the campaigns you know, need to the, stop the, being the idea about, of blowing millions of dollars on yeah. a fucking ad. They, they need to know? stop being about be about muckraking and be about policy. And the, right. the problem is our system is back to the old, you know, I'm using the term muckraking for a reason because it comes from like the 1920s and 30s from back last time this shit happened that it got this far out of hand. And it's like we need to really get away from this kind of crap. No, I think and, it's and even get worse back now. into policy discussion. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. It don't disagree. It's worse now because of social media and the internet. So the all reason, these rabbit holes people to go down. The so. reason I also think it's worse is because it's not just that they're doing this during the campaign. This is what they do in office. They don't give a shit oh, yeah. about policy once they're in office. No, I know. All they do yeah, is no. Talk they immediately shit. jump on the campaign bagwork. Well, it's immediately as soon into as the they're elected speeches, it's, and yeah, it's every mm-hmm, every election is mm-hmm. a national election, even if yep, it's like yeah, for your yep. local. You, and even it's, if it's, it's like constant. a municipal election, it's still about yeah. national politics everywhere. It's constant electioning all of, all of the time, or campaigning, I should say, not election. Yeah, it is. It's constant campaigning. Everybody's campaigning at all times. They're, they don't care about getting anything done. They just care about making the other guy look worse. You know? So, Joe, what? if there were so, a way to make it so that all elections were more local, um, or even like like you said, have, have it be about debates, not about campaign ads, not about, you know, getting on Fox news and, and MSNBC. You know, if you actually tried to make it more about a conversation about policy instead of a clash of personalities, and you can ensure that these debates are fair where you don't exclude third parties for capricious reasons. Um, then yeah. And that's, that's, that's the thing I have a problem with too, is like not, you know, I understand we work in a two-party system. We're kind of stuck with it. We've we're only right. stuck with it because we all to, think we're stuck with it. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. I agree. I agree. We need to but go to the, a ranked order fact, voting system. But the too, fact that but, that yeah. I am a a a independent, I am a a, a non-affiliated Partisan. party, right? Yeah. You know, when it comes to uh, uh, putting my vote out there before it's the actual election day, and I'm I can't go in and vote for a Republican or a Democrat because I'm not on a fucking party. Right. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't participate in primaries. I should be able to have a, a, a say in which one of these candidates, regardless of party I support. I also think we need to get the R's and you the know? D's off of the ballots nationwide. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, but- if we went to a rank voting system, it would change the way the party system wouldn't matter near as much because you right. could vote for, three or that's four what, yeah, candidates. That's, that's what they do in yeah. California. So, I know and there's yeah, other right. States too. I think yeah. Alaska does it too. Yeah. Uh, it was, well, wasn't and, and Maine it, thinking about going to it or New Hampshire. One of the two of them. I can't so remember. They're thinking Washington, about switching at least. So in Florida, I was registered as a, a, a democratic because that was the party that I, that, that related to my values more. Right. Um, But, and I had to choose, like, like Joe said, I could be an independent, but the problem is, is then I don't get to vote for the primary, right? Yeah. So I I I used to be a registered independent. 
Yeah. So I chose. You remember, Scott? I I was I was a registered independent for years. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. I I ended up changing over to Democrat because I wanted to vote in the primaries, and I was sick of the you know, well, where the Republican Party is gone, honestly. So I just thought that I like Democrats so much. But as a Democrat, if you preferred throwing your vote towards a more moderate Republican, oh, I wish I could. Democrat, you should have the the ability to do so and support them early. Yeah. Not, not I, one, you know. Yeah, and I agree, but that's also the way the party system works. Is in the the argument against that is that if you're a if you're a Democrat or if you're liberal, let's let's go to let's switch party from party and go to like ideology here. If you're a liberal and these people are conservative, and you're a liberal voting on a conservative primary, then you know you could vote for the least likely to win conservative, and thus like you know screw up their chances of having a, yeah, but, then, a but then you're wasting your so. vote on supporting a, a candidate oh, so you're saying yourself. you only I mean, get you're one your, you only get one vote for a primary whether it be one side or the other is what you're saying yeah the, the okay. person you most support open the primaries most, the person, work that way. i mean because you gotta oh, remember i see what all, you're saying i'm all sorry all people are evil right yeah. so you're, you're you're voting for the the least evil yeah right that's that's what it always comes down to because nobody's mm. fucking perfect that's and I hate that term. I hate that term. The that, lesser you know, of two you're, evils. The lesser yeah. of two evils, because you know, I hate that term. But yeah. you're, you're it, al- s- it always comes down to that. You're assuming that everybody will vote rationally, and that's a big assumption, especially no, no, COVID. because there are tons of people that just go straight R all the way down, yeah. regardless of who. That's the all they do. Is. And yep. the same thing on the other side. No, I, yep. I do think we need D- like D- serious, yep. serious reform to our primary system. But the idea that open primaries are the answer. I, just, I, mm. I, I have a really hard time getting past that devil's advocate argument where you're just going to vote for the other side's most extreme candidate. You're going to vote for the Donald Trump because mm-hmm. you think Donald Trump's going to lose, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And that, that I don't, I don't see how, yeah. I, I, that's a really <laughs> irrational. I can't wrap my. But my that's my mind point. Voters are not rational. No, wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. 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 But I will say this. That's an interesting. You know how many people I've heard this, the last this, right? Wait, in wait, this wait. age of wait. Let me get this in. Let me get it. That's an interesting perspective. That the 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 perspective that you you worry about is that people are going to capsize or punish the other side rather than reward their own right in this age and of negative that, polarization yeah hell yeah and and whereas what i hear joe saying is is that they're going to focus on because if they vote to capsize the other one that doesn't that means that the person that they want to get in isn't guaranteed right yeah, they don't and get to so, vote for that person no they're capsizing all boats just to fuck over the other person but yeah, what if, right. like, you and know, that doesn't make any so, sense to me? But yet if, again, you're getting back to election. what if you look and, at your own I'm, field of the the party you belong to, and you see, you know, you like all these guys, but you see the other party, and you see, ah, they're crazy, and let's make sure that the no. guy, whoever wins our primary is going to win, so that we will elect the crazier person on the other side. Because Eric, Eric, this is where I I, I I I see the flaw in that, right? Because when, especially like, let's use the Democrats, right? Because I could use the Democrats because. I'm, well, and we can even or even use the Republicans. What if it's Marjorie G- Green? What about the Libertarians? Damn it, You're Marjorie forgetting. Taylor Green. 
versus cases. And I say that right? as a registered libertarian. Yeah, uh, yeah, because that, <laughs> no, that, no, I do wait, have wait. to agree. Listening wait. to some of their debates, I'm like, what the fuck? No, no, no. But, but Vernon no, Supreme like, with a fucking <gasps> boot on right, his head. Marjorie Green, <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. So, so if, like, Eric, that's like saying, Sorry. you know, on the, the Republican side, Marjorie Green Taylor versus Kasich, right? And on the, the Democratic side, like Bernie and Hillary or Bernie and Biden, right? There is a huge wedge between those two Democratic and those two Republican, right? Candidates. And if I, you know, if I were to sit there and go, well, I'm going to vote for Marjorie Green Taylor because she's a freaking moron, right? And she hasn't, and she's, you know, she's a total lunatic and that's totally going to capsize the Republican and, and, and the, then my quote unquote Democrat will get in. But the problem is, is that Sanders and Biden are not anywhere close to the same candidate, right? They are stark. A- there's, there's a huge divide between them. Just like if they were to vote in Sanders, there's a huge divide between Kasich and, and Green Taylor, Taylor Green or whatever. I see your point. I understand your point. But let me give you a real world example from here in Missouri, where do you remember Troy Aiken? Um, the guy who said there's like legitimate rape uh, and all that shit. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Nutbag. Yeah, he the got one that you, the target, 72% yeah. of the vote, even though only 45% of the voters in Missouri were Republican. How did that happen? We have open primaries and they wanted Troy Aiken to, to be the candidate so that the, so that he would lose. And he did, he lost that happened. <laughs> Hmm. Is he the one that said like, like, is he the one that said that, that, uh, you can't have a, a baby with rape? You can't get pregnant from a rape. You can't get pregnant from a rape, right. Yeah. Oh, it's legitimate. Because okay. it's not a real rape. That, that yeah. women can control their bodies or something like right. that. Like if they just, enjoyed oh, it, they'll right. get pregnant. Right. But if they didn't enjoy it and it was legitimate yeah. rape, they won't get pregnant. They have, they have ways of controlling their bodies or something like that. Yeah. It was like the dumbest thing ever. He uttered other than nutbag. other than the, the entire part. Trump presidency. I'll say, no, no, no. I'll, I'll say this though. How many of those votes were, were men and how many of the votes for him were women? Cause I'm curious if there's a number of men that regardless of side that were like, I'm for that guy because I believe in that. <laughs> it couldn't that have been I a majority of voters because like he still lost by a landslide in the actual general election. So how did he win the primary by such a wide margin if it weren't for people jumping ship going to the other side? Well, and again, I agree. Like, I agree with you that, that there, there are like that there will like I, I, I'm not discounting that will never happen. Right. But I will I will say that in in open primaries. Right. Because um, um, there was an actual like Nazi supporter in California that was getting like leading in the, the Republican California race, right? And because they have open, you know, uh, primaries. But he did not make it to the final, um, to the final group or whatever, the, the final two. Um, but he was leading. So, so in open primaries, are you only allowed to vote for one in one of the primaries? But or In like, most states, oh, that's the way it works, yeah. Okay. Right. But Eric, are you talking, so here's my, my, but also like, so the difference between open primaries, I would also say ranked choice, right? 
because those are two like if you yeah. have open primaries and rank choice those are those are no, those I agree. Like if you had both choice. an open primary right. and a ranked choice voting, I think it would, it would, you would iron out a yeah. lot of those wrinkles that would come out in the wash. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think ranked choice is a, is a very good solution to the overall problem of the two party system and that you can, right. People can vote for the candidate they actually want and then also vote for a backup in the event that they don't want a Trump. There's also know? some other so. entrenched problems we got to deal with. Like the fact oh, yeah. that I don't the, like money. The Democrats and Republicans have worked together in the presidential campaign commission to ensure that you have to, you have to prove that you can get at least 20% of the vote before you can debate on stage, which is why you haven't seen a third party right. debate on stage since right. like, Ross Perot. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. Right. 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 They work to the exclusion because again, the DNCC and the RNCC like get huge amounts. The, the, the DNC and the RNC it's, get huge amounts of money, money. From, from this, right? Oh Again, yeah, and then they work together problem. to make sure right. that they both get that money. You know, I mean, like they're, exactly. You think right. they're and against like each other? Gerrymandering, Jer- just like gerrymandering, yeah, is agreed to by both because even in like a deeply red state, there are little blue pockets, and the way that they design those gerrymandered, you know, areas ensures that that blue, that person in that blue spot will always have their their job. And we'll never lose. Their Besides, job. you can always if, if you can always have gerrymandering as an excuse. I mean, mm, both right, sides yeah. do it, but both we, sides also accuse the other side of doing it even worse. You know, yeah. <laughs> we just need to hand that over to the computer program that does it far better than humans as far as like making it fair. They've, they've yeah, actually got a government. A by or we could just hand it, it over to the governor and let him just do whatever the fuck. Yeah, they, yeah. Here in Florida, that's what we do. You know, we just let we let people use Sharpies and, you know, draw maps they want to draw on. Um, we need well, government. Sorry, kind of throw throw back Sharpie Gate. Hey, hey, I was about to say, that's what Noah's yeah. doing, right? Like they, they have the, like the, the, the hurricane with the dick. So like the hurricane field with the dick. So. <laughs> Sharpie Gate. You got dick rockets, no, but, um, they, dick they hurricanes. A, like they do have a very good program for, for, um, uh, setting up or, or drawing congressional districts and states. That is, been proven to be as fair as as fair can be but they no, there are there are at least a hundred different yeah. ways to yeah. draw districts yeah. that are more fair and equitable than mm-hmm. what we do yeah. now they won't neither use side it wants don't that care yeah. nobody wants yeah. that they don't care about actual representation they care about power exactly. and that's yeah so and that's, that's why the they should have goes less back to it. motivation right Right. And I, I get, I can completely agree with um, libertarians and, and so on where when you come from that perspective that, that you know because power corrupts you know um we we shouldn't they, the government should have less power but that the, but then the the flip side of that is that the less power the government has the bigger the power vacuum to be filled by the rich and powerful corporations and just the rich and powerful so that that's more influence that they end up with over our lives and we don't have enough you're, you're controls over as, them as but they're they already, already doing that control that. yeah they, already they do have that i know they do i'm they just saying have the, all the politicians the more the i know but the more and, and i get i get it it's not no longer a you know government and corporations it's together it's it is one system and if and, you were you know, able to divorce that system both sides would lose mm-hmm. power and that power vacuum exactly. would be more filled with I hate to sound like an idealist, but free market, you know, the invisible hand. It, you know. I, I'm, hey, I have no problem with, with capitalism 
in in a lot of or in a lot of senses, but I think that it needs um, it needs a leash. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, like, and that's not, what I'm regulation to, is like, supposed to be. Antitrust yeah. laws and regulation. I'm not against any yeah. of that. Yeah, I'm just saying it's so easily abused and has been for yeah, yeah. a century. Oh, and that's and that's the and that's the fight that you have to that's the good fight. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. getting to that point, Joe, where it's like, where's the pitchfork and the friggin' tiki torches? Let's go. Well, I'm sorry. It's a joke. It's a joke. Not the Jews. I know. Let's not talk about Jews not replacing us. Torches. Just torches. Just torches. Not tiki torches. Torches in general. <laughs> I think we should abandon all torches. hope of ever getting back on the rails. I think we should wrap this up. Yeah, yeah. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> we can, uh, but no, I like I, I liked some of our, our discussion about shame and guilt, so that might be a good uh, place to pick up next time and to to build off of like that. that see, that. all of these take two episodes because we can't ever finish a discussion. <laughs> I think it's the most appropriate here, though. <laughs> yeah, true. Procrastinating procrastination. So uh, there you go. All right, y'all. So that uh, uh, I, I love y'all so much. I love hearing your ideas. I love hearing your pr- and and I blame myself for that last derailment because I brought up that <laughs> that uh, uh, democracy dollars and I was like, oh, what did I do? Um, hey, I was trying I to be good this time and not you like were, throw you, you were. Off you were trying to like pull us back. <laughs> yeah, no, you were trying to even pull us back. So yeah, yeah. Yes, but uh, that's having so too that's, much fun. That's, yeah, I, know, right? I saw it's where you were going there. <laughs> it's a great conversation, yeah. man. It is. But it is. Here's uh, this has been uh, uh, from here to fraternity, and uh, uh, look forward to, to talking um, or for y'all hearing from us again in two weeks and and hope you guys have a a a good two weeks uh much love take care y'all hey do i sound distant like i did in the last recording like physically distant or emotionally distant (laughs) (laughs) all right so today uh kind of building off of our uh uh uh, motivation conversation that we had. I guess uh, we can uh, talk about proca- procrastination. I think we just. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think you might need but, to start but, that but, over. I don't. I don't. I don't like. Well, like. R T D T over here. Are you on your hotspot? Right? Oh, did that happen? Oh, no, we it? lost yeah, you there. I am. <laughs> oh no, I I am on. Uh, all, I am on my hotspot. You're derezzing <laughs> The Matrix it, has you. Oh, is it still doing that? Oh, that's yes, fine. Yeah. So, like, any minute now, they will tell me about their father. Exactly. We hey, we already did that episode, yeah. <laughs> right? But he wants more. He wants more. Oh, uh, we yeah, of course. Are we talking about the 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 lying white woman on the stand, or are we talking about the lying white woman on the stand? Oh, are you talking about Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp is not a white woman. No, I was talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, Marjorie. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God! I want to talk about that crazy. Come on. It's like who's floating in Stranger Things now? What? <laughs> <laughs> Look at what DeSantis is doing. I destroyed the peepee. <laughs> <laughs>